Good evening, Rabbi Sai. And we're here towards the end of the Perak Zion of Shara Tshuva, or closer to the middle, I should say. And last night we learned about the third Mafsid. Something that could be harmful is that a person actually will use the Chesed of Tshuva to allow himself, to permit himself to do Averis. And how does that come about? He says, well, I know there's always this way of repairing things. I know we could always, there's an escape hatch called tshuva. And if you do tshuva, and we hear so much about tshuva, Hashem forgives and Hashem accepts. And we think, listen, I'll just do it. One day I'll do it. So he says, Now I'm going to sin. Now I'll enjoy myself. And then sometime later down the road, later in life, I will do tshuva. And the uh, Chazal already tells us, the Mishnah tells us in the end of Mesechta's Yuma that someone who says that and tries to use the tshuva to enable him to do Averis now and think that, well, I'll just do tshuva one day, is ain't my speaking beyond the last tshuva. They do not make it easy for him to do that tshuva. As we explained last night, it's a midah k'nege midah. Hashem says, you want to use the chesed that I gave to you to be able to repair yourself, to be able to fix up when you made a mistake, and instead you're going to do on purpose, you're going to intentionally use it to do Averis, then I will not assist you. So now, the Chavis Avavis morphs into quoting a, a poem of encouragement, which he wrote for himself. It's printed in most uh, of the Chavis Avavis editions that we have. It's printed at the end of the Sefer in full, and here is just an excerpt of it. So it's a, it, it's a, it's a sort of, it's a rhyme, but it's something that you see that it's for the Chavaz Zavavaz wrote it to say to himself, and he gave it over here that a person could use it to say to himself. We know that there were great G'daylam throughout the generations. Chavaz Chaim used to have this room in his attic. He used to go and speak to himself, Yisrael Meir, where are you doing? What are you doing in life? Fix it up. And, you know, we think, come on, what did the Chavaz Chaim have to fix already? You know, he was... He was this close from perfection. And really, this is what we should be doing. And we mentioned the other week that, uh, you know, it's a little bit awkward. It's a little uncomfortable for people to hear us. The truth is, you're not supposed to say your sins out loud. One of the the uh, nisim, the miracles that took place in the Beis Hamikdash, was that when the people would gather there, and the Beis Hamikdash was full wall to wall, every nook and cranny was filled. The Mishnah tells us they were standing packed together like sardines. But when they had to bow down, Menes occurred, everybody had plenty of space, everybody had their own Dalar Amis, their own four Amis. And what's the Pshat in that? We think, well, it's because people just have room to bow down. No, Rashi tells us in Mesach this human the reason is because when you bow down, then you're saying Vidu, you're saying out, you're declaring your sins. No one else should hear your sins. So there had to be space in between people because expressing one's sins is something that's private between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're not supposed to say it out loud. Gemara tells us in Seyed, the Dav Zayin tells us this idea, you don't say out loud your sins. But yet, when we're, we have times when we're alone. We sometimes drive in a car by ourselves or we take a walk by ourselves or walking to shul, from shul, driving home from shul, driving to work. That's a perfect time to say things that have to be said just between us and Hashem. So here, Chavis Zavavah says like this, 
And in the rebuke that I've written at the end of the Sefer, part of it says as follows. Nafshi. He's talking to himself. Nafshi. My soul. I mean, what's a person? At the end of the day, what is a person? His fingers? What's, his, what's a person? His face? His legs? His muscles? What's a person? You know, Nebuch, you have a person who becomes paralyzed. None of his physical faculties work, but his mind still works. He's able to think. That comes from the neshama. Neshama shebemeichi. That comes from the neshama. What is a person? Ultimately, a person is really just his nefesh, his soul, his neshama. So nafshi, he says, soul. Hachini tzeda l'roiv. Prepare provisions. L'roiv. Prepare a lot. Altamiti. Don't prepare just a little bit. Boit b'chaim chayosech. While you're still alive, and you have the capability in your power to do so. The journey is very long. And that's the, just as a marshal, I mean, the journey not so long. It's true from here to the heavens is many miles long. But for the Nishama to get up there, once it departs from the goof, doesn't seem like it's a long journey. But he's trying to depict. Imagine you're going on a very long journey. And as imagine, you're not going to be coming home so soon. And you have to take a lot of luggage with you. Well, when we go to that world, we're not coming back home not only so soon, we're not coming back at all. Certainly we want to be able to rectify what we have to in, this, in the nefesh that we have given, we'll be given in this world this time. So imagine it's a very far journey. Prepare everything you need for that journey. Don't say, Ah, you know what? Tomorrow, I will. I'll prepare the the provisions for the uh, for the journey. Kifon ayoyim, because the day is over already. It's too late, and as it's too late right now, he doesn't mean particularly this day. Maybe he means this week, this month. Yeah, I'll wait till I get to hell, then I'll take care of it. But I say a person doesn't know what the morning will bring, and Hashem allows us a glimpse to know that person can never be too secure in his life. We have to have confidence that Hashem gave us the ability to wake up this morning and Be'ezer Hashem will give us that ability tomorrow morning. But a person never knows what the day will bring. Nebuch was still in pain from this great tragedy that happened at a very holy cyber just last week. 45 people woke up one morning and they said, Maidani, who knows, they had a lot of Kavana probably. They washed it till Sidaim just in the perfect right way. They put on Tefillin. Did they realize, those people who put on Tefillin, did they realize that was the last time they would have put on Tefillin in their life? And they would say, you know what, you know, tomorrow I'm going to make sure to put on the Tefillin well. Tomorrow I'm going to do Tshuva. Tomorrow I'm going to start my process of Tshuva. And there was no tomorrow. And that's what Chavosavov is saying. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. Yesterday will never return. Whatever we didn't do yesterday, which of course today is tomorrow's yesterday. Whatever we didn't do yesterday is not going to come back. Everything that we have worked on, when we get up to the next world, is going to be weighed is going to be counted, is going to be accounted for and calculated. All the good deeds and 
all the deeds that are not so good. So, don't say, listen, I'll push it off till tomorrow, sometime in the future. The day when a person dies is concealed from everyone. Nobody knows when the day is going to die. The famous Gemara in Shabbos, Daflamid, where David HaMelech says, Eida Makitsi, Hashem, please tell me, when am I going to die? Tell me how many, how much time I've been allotted in this world. And Hashem says, that's one of the things I don't disclose to anybody. David HaMelech was allowed to know at least which day he will die. You're going to die on Shabbos, David HaMelech. But otherwise, the person doesn't know. One of the things that are hidden, the Gemara Psachim, it says, Shiva seven things are hidden from man. One of them is when he will die. So, quickly do every day the chayk. I mean, it's every day. We're not supposed, we're not expected to be come perfect in one day. But every day we're supposed to take one step towards that perfection. It's a journey of a lifetime. It may take 50 years. It may take 80 years. It may take 99 years. But every day we have to do what that chayk, what do you have to do today? Today, did I make sure to have something in mind that I have to do tshuva about? Did I make sure to do one of my mitzvahs that I'm doing on a regular basis on my routine? And did I do it well? Every day should be b'chol yem chukoy. To make sure that every day before prison goes to sleep, he's able to say, I did this right today. Or I corrected something. Or I thought about something that has to be repaired and do tshuva. He's being very graphic, very real, very raw. Death comes at any time. Its arrow is thrown, and it's lightning. The lightning strikes, and it comes the end of the time. So, make sure you do what is incumbent every single day. Like the Gemara tells us, Today, that's talking about generally, this world, today is for us to do, and tomorrow, which is the, the marshal for the next world, is when we reap the reward. But it uses the marshal of today because every day counts. Every day can count towards investing into our future. Every single day. Because just as a bird wanders out and flies off from its nest and doesn't know if it's going to return, doesn't know if the hunter will shoot it down, if that arrow will come and that will be the end of the bird. Reminded, as you just mentioned, like famous Maisa with Rabshimba Yechai brought in great detail in Shabbos Daf Lamed Gimel, but in the Rishalmi in Shvius, it also mentions part of the story, and over there it has an extra detail. And it's told about Rav Shimon and his son Rabbi Lazar, who were in the cave, and one day he says, let me venture out and see what's happening in the world, let me hear some messages. Comes out of the cave, and he sees there are birds flying around, and he sees the hunters looking, aiming, and all of a sudden he hears a bas coil, a voice from heaven. Only if you're great like Rav Shimba Yechai in learning Yemim Valala in the cave, are you sensitive enough enough to hear the bas coil. 
and he hears about this bird that the hunter is going to get him. And lo and behold, he shoots his target. And then he hears a Bosco about another bird. That one will get away. And the hunter shoots and he misses. And what the lesson that Rabshim Baichai takes for himself, he says, if Hashem has an exacting, exact plan book on every single bird, incidentally, this gets into a whole philosophical discussion. The Vilnagain brings a proof from this Gemara near Shalmi that there is Hashkacha Pratis even on the animal kingdom. It's a big debate, Rishainim and Achreinim. But this is Vilnagain's proof from this Gemara. Every single bird, also, every bullet has its target. On every person, as the Chazanish told somebody, planes don't crash. People crash when they're on a plane. It's not the plane crashed, it's the people on the plane were supposed to crash and therefore what happened. Accidents don't happen. It's when Hashem decides that these people should go into an accident, then it happens. So Rabbi Shimba Yechai said, even the bird is has an exact time when the target is going to hit or when he's going to escape. And that, I think, fits into this marshal here of Chavis Avavis. So Shemachai says, Allah has come to come, all the more so the, the human being, the pinnacle of creation, certainly has that. And he felt it was time for him to leave the cave. So that's Chavis Avavis saying, like a tzibur, wanders out of the nest and doesn't know when he's going to be taken by the hunter. So to a person as well. And because of that, a person has to use his time wisely not to be depressed and say, forget it, it's just, it's, there's too much work, I can't do everything, just forget about throwing the towel. Imagine you had someone who works for you, right? And he slacked off a long time, but you, you get a message from him one day, he says, I'm going to be more serious, I'm going to be more careful, I'm going to pay more attention to detail, and I'm going to try to do better. And he's still far from perfect. But at least he's trying. You see, he put his, puts in an effort. He's, he's excelling actually in one area, in the other area. You'll keep him on at least. You say, you know what, the, the guy has hope. At least there's hope for him. And what he could accomplish in in my business over here, if I give him some more time, he'll do that. So that's what Hashem says about his people here, about Klal Yisrael every year. Hashem says, I see he's trying. He's on the path. He just needs a little bit more time. So that's what we have to do. Every single day, we have to try to make each day count. And of course, it's now Sviris Haimer. And every day Sviris Haimer is counted as a day. That's a mitzvah the Torah. Now it's only been drabbanan, of course, according to most Rishayim. But that's a day of counting. It's counting up towards Kabbalah Satayra, towards a, a special time. Really, we, every day we count also towards a very special time where we're going to once again meet with our Creator. So we have to take chizik from this, not to get despondent or dis- depressed from it, but be mechazek ourselves, encourage ourselves. That if Hashem gave us the mitzvah of tshuva, we are able to do it. And if He gave us every day where we wake up, ah, we stretch, we're able to say, Moida'ani, we say, Moida'ani lefanecha, Melech Haim the one who is the living king forever and ever. Shechazarta bi nishmasi, that He returned my neshama to me. Who am I? Am I neshama? Rabba Emunosecha, great is your emuna in me. Emunosecha, great is your emuna. Your emuna, Hashem has emuna. Hashem has faith. We're supposed to have faith. Hashem has faith in me, and He gave me another day to accomplish and do tshuva. I go to